Hey everyone, welcome to the Get Real Podcast. We're so excited that you're with us. Each and every week we're going to open up God's Word. We're going to have some discussion around what it means to live an intentional life. So let's listen in as we try to get real together. Hey everyone, welcome to the Get Real Podcast. My name is Brandon Gindon. I am the Senior Pastor at Real Life Ministries Texas, and I'm here with my great friend and ministry partner, Lori Arnold. Hey there, friends. And we are excited about uh, our podcast today. Um, the topic that we're going to be covering, uh, I think, is it's a powerful concept. It is a difficult concept. But when we look at uh, following Jesus and walking out this life of being an intentional disciple maker and, and following Christ and just what it looks like in the trenches of real life, um, this topic is, is, I mean, that's where we will find uh, this topic. We uh, have been in a series uh, thus far on Jesus being our model and how we follow Christ and he is our example. And at the heart of following Christ and, and the things that Jesus calls us to is this lifestyle, something that we are. It's not just something we do, right, Lori? I yeah. mean, it's it's a lifestyle that we live. Jesus uses a phrase about a narrow path mm-hmm. and following a narrow path, walking on a narrow path. And that is so uh, contradictory to yeah. Christianity today. And what does that look like to, to walk on this narrow path? And, and that's what we're going to talk about today. And how do we live that out in a world that is all about options and you get to choose and a wide variety and all these things. I mean, you know, when we think about it, we hundred different Bibles to choose from. There's podcasts everywhere on every kind of different topic. There's, you know, churches that have all kinds of different mission statements. And we just, we live in a world today of like options, lots, and it can even be so confusing. But then we look at the life of Christ and we see this focused, intentional, um, model that, that Jesus is for us that where he talks about this narrow path being on a narrow path. Well, I want to actually um, read some scripture today and, and in our conversation, um, Lori, I think, you know, we talked about that, that you and I kind of almost do a commentary on this and look at how this passage fits in life. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a little bit of a Bible study together. Yeah. And and I'm I'm really hoping that everyone that's listening will really benefit from this and and really be challenged to look in in your own life. And so I'm going to read the passage we find in Matthew chapter seven, um, uh, starting in verse twelve. Jesus says to who uh, so whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide. And the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many for the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. Lori, I think it's interesting that Jesus, I mean, the two are right here connected in scripture of what it looks like to live out this, what we know is the golden rule. And also with entering this gate, he puts these two things together in kind of this really in a relational way. Mm-hmm. And so let's, let's kind of start. I want to ask you about this and, and you give your thoughts is this principle is whatever uh, you wish that others would do to you do also to them. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I think of the Matthew passage where Jesus says all the law and the prophets are summed up in loving God and loving each other. Yeah. And so when you think about putting that into practice in life, what, what comes to your mind, this, this passage, this uh, front part of the passage? Yeah. It's that same thing that you just said in Matthew, um, loving others, you mm-hmm. know, and loving others requires sacrifice. Yeah. And it's not about us. It's right. not about our own selfish desires. So, um, and like you mentioned, not only in the church do we have all these choices, but the we're so we're already in the church. Then we're in the world, right? Right. <laughs> and the world says, you know, um, find your truth, live out your truth. You know, like there's all these other options, and so there's a lot that's going against us as Christians, and yeah. especially you know with what that narrow path is, right? So. Um, I love that these are connected. I love that he gives the golden rule and combines this with the narrow gate because like you mentioned, it is relational, right? It is, it's, it's, it's a dying to ourself, you know, in order to be more like the father, we have to love others as well. Right. And I think when now, you know, when we think about it and we go now to this, to the narrow gate and the wide gate, the narrow path, the wide path, we think about this relationally and it may seem easy to kind of like to take the easy way out, to not deal with the conflict, to, to not sacrifice, to not press in that, Oh, this is just the easier thing to do. And, and we avoid it or we walk around it and know, like I think of relationships some specific ones, some in my life that I had to go to and confront something that was really difficult. Mm -hmm. If I was to avoid that, the place that relationship is going to end is in right. destruction. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's going to fall apart. And I may think it's easier in the moment. Right. And <laughs> right then it sounds easier, but it's not. And so I, I think that's a, an example of when we think about choosing the narrow path. And, and I know that, that, you know, Jesus is specifically and most concerned about our salvation that, mm-hmm. that, that, that is narrow. The world offers all of these wide, you know, different answers. There's many ways, all, all of that kind of language, but Jesus is, uh, his way is so narrow, but I think we can take the application to a lot of different places in life, like relationship oh, yeah. or even for doing some things in ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I've had these conversations about the world around us seems to be compromising truth everywhere we look. Yeah. And it may seem easier. In fact, I had someone say to me, well, if you want to reach this generation, you have to be willing to compromise in some of these areas. Mm. No, we, we don't see Jesus compromising in any area. Yeah. He loves, but he, he speaks truth, which we're going to get into in an upcoming episode. Yeah. He says those hard things. Those hard things are that narrow path. And when we go further down in the passage, he says that this way is hard. Yeah. Right. And maybe speak to that a little bit. I know, you know, we, we talk a lot about relationships and things that are hard. It may be what, you know, what's one or two things that you've had to do in relationship that would be choosing the narrow path that was hard um, to do. You know, um, I can think of several things that I've had to deal with, but maybe for you, share an example of something that was hard. Yeah. Well, I think first off, um, I love. I just like that the way, the way is easy, the way, because we're reminded in John 14, 6, that 
Christ says he is the way and the truth and the life and no one comes through the father except through him. Yes. yes. And that ties directly with this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way is narrow. He like that's super narrow. That's, that's very, one that's way, so good. you know? Yes. And if we're followers of Christ in order to follow, we have to walk in obedience to him. Mm-hmm. And that's the hard part. Right. Um, <laughs> So when I'm in these relational tensions, or I think I've talked about it before, my initial response, especially in the past, was to run and to just not to not deal with it. You know, it's it's far easier to do that on the front end. Right. But as you mentioned, it it doesn't work in the end. It doesn't work out that way. The relationship is not going to get better by me avoiding conflicts or me avoiding whatever needs to be talked about or addressed or how I'm feeling, how they're feeling, how I offended them, you know? So choosing to walk in obedience sometimes looks like having a hard conversation with a friend or with a ministry partner or whoever it may be, your child, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's that's the biggest thing to me is walking in obedience. Um yeah, as we pursue the will of the Father. Right. And so when I yes, when I think about in in my life that's been um those different relationships or e- even uh, deciding to do some things in in ministry that I felt that God was calling us to do in the church that was hard. You know, I, I think of for for Amber and I, when we moved from Northern Idaho to Texas, yeah. you know, real life ministries in Post Falls was our home. It's where I was born. I was born and raised. Mm-hmm. Um, and to come to Texas, I knew that God was calling us and, and I had to follow Christ. And, and that was such a hard decision, but it was, it, it wasn't staying there. Wasn't the wide path and destruction, right? but the principle of following Jesus when he calls us it is narrow it's like you said it's following him yeah and you know and coming here was was a hard you know that was hard and you know i think i just would encourage um, everyone that's listening when you think about following jesus and this this idea and concept of when we're following him we have to make choices that say we're set apart for him yeah and his work and what he wants us to do and then there's this myriad of things that come along the way that are decisions that keep us on the narrow path. Yes. One of the things that the phrase that I use on our staff and Lori, I know you've heard me mm-hmm. say this a million times is that we have to bang the drum, yeah. bang the drum of disciple making and being a disciple and following Jesus. And that's all we talk about. And, and you use the phrase, which I love is, Hey, we got to keep the main thing, the main thing. Yeah. And it's really, you and I are saying the same thing. Right. And so when you think about that, I'd love for you to share because we take this principle of narrow path and you take that into the worlds that you operate. Yeah. See, for those of you, everyone that's listening, one of the big differences (laughs) between Lori and I is Lori, I'm so jealous sometimes because she (laughs) operates in so many different worlds, um, different groups and different um, uh, people groups and friend groups and all of those things. And I'm kind of boring. (laughs) And, <laughs> That's uh, not true. and, uh, you know, and, and well, compared to you, I am <laughs> definitely, uh, and, and so I think taking that mindset of narrow path, being, being kind of set apart, doing those hard things yeah. into that, into your world of those different worlds. What does that look like for Ooh, you? I got some real practical, like things that you can envision because they're popping up in my head. Um, so I'm 
One, I'm in a sorority. Um, it is not a Christian sorority, though it seems as if the majority of the people in it, the women in it are mm-hmm. believers. Like we have worship together. Like yeah. it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also, I do theater and film acting. And so that's a whole nother bear of an industry uh-huh. um, with lots of people with different beliefs. And um, there, especially it's very, um, you believe whatever you believe your truth is your truth. Yeah. Um, and that is one of the places that it's been the most challenging for me. It's a very wide, wide oh, path. Yeah. Oh, super. That gate. Yeah. I don't even know like where it ends. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. which, which is why so many people go that route, honestly, mm-hmm. because of w- whatever their struggles are, it doesn't matter. That's, that's what it feels like, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, yes, we, I am, I'm going to be loving to everyone I meet. I, but I still have, my faith and my beliefs and I follow Christ. And there have been times that I've had to choose what things I will and won't do, um, what roles I will and won't accept because mm-hmm. of the things that they are asking me to do. Sure. Um, and that can be really hard. Um, and others might not even understand. So sometimes, honestly, there is no explanation. Like I, I don't give it because they just we're different and they won't understand. Yeah. But I've had to do stuff in that way. Um, also, just even some of the, I listen to all kinds of music, but um, certain songs I, I'm just not going to dance to. Sure. And that's been different too in all of the different worlds that I'm in. And I'll sit down or I'll say, oh, no, I'm not going to do that one, you know? Right. And those are little bitty things, but I'm a human. And so <laughs> in those moments, it can feel kind of awkward. It can feel because I, I might be the only one in the room that's making that choice. It's hard. Yeah. 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 And, but I know that I am doing what is right. Mm-hmm. I know. And the cool thing about it is, even though I am, it feels like I'm sticking out like a sore thumb. For one, I'm reminded that I'm supposed to be set apart. Yeah. Like, right. It's supposed to be this way. It, mm-hmm. And so the other cool part of that is because I am set apart in such a way. When people need prayer, when people are hurting, Mm -hmm. they often will come to me. Sure. You know, regardless of our differences, they know that I rely and depend on the Father, you know, to get me through. And they've seen that in my life. They've seen me live it out. And so they want some of that. Yeah. You know, and that's great. There's there's just so much reward in 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 standing firm, you know. Um I love watching you when we are even prepping for the year and what sermons you're going to do and you're sharing your ideas with all of us on staff. And you sometimes you'll question like, is this, I feel like this is kind of redundant. I feel like I've said this before. Am I doing this too much? And yeah. I remember it was Lisa that said, you got to keep the main thing, the main thing. Yeah. And I just love that because it's so true. Yeah. And it's like, you're saying bang the drum, right. you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's what it looks like for me. I'm I'm curious to know, you know, what does that look like for you in your family, you know, mm-hmm. or yeah. share, share with us a little bit. Yeah. I, I think, you know, to connect with what you were saying is, you know, whether it be with the staff or, or my family or just in my relationships with guys here on staff or whatever, and my relationship with Amber is a principle that we talk about so much. and and we talk on this podcast is 
that being a disciple is not what you do, it's who you are. So the longer we follow Jesus, the closer we are to him, the more narrow path decisions that we make in our life, we choose, you know, much like you're saying, you chose not to be involved with certain things that were not honoring to God. And so then therefore it had you stand out. So you were more of a light. And so you were willing to, to prune, or you were willing to trim things away, or you were willing to not do things. And so one of the things that in our family and and Amber, my wife is so uh, amazing at this is keeping life simple. Mm. So for example, we have four kids, all four, as you know, very involved in sports. They, they all, all of them, you know, some families have one kid that loves sports and Mm -hmm. three that don't or two that do and whatever. We had four that passionately loved and pursued sports. And so um, our daughter, Olivia, she would have played 17 different sports if you would have allowed her to. Um, Everything. She wanted to do them all and would be very frustrated when we would tell her no. But we had to tell her no. And we had to prune and keep life simple. Even though we had practices and games, there's... There's more to life than, you know, chasing your kids around from sports fields. Yeah. And it's one of the things that I've seen in the culture today is parents are chasing their kids into Mm. all these different things. And I'm telling you, you know, their, um, you know, their, their points per game or their batting average or whatever it is, is not what gets them into heaven. Yeah. And so we've just had to make really hard decisions to go. Yes, they're involved in sports, but. Also, what are the priorities? Mm-hmm. You're not missing youth group. You know, you're not, you're, you're going to be a part of these things in church and, and they've had to miss here and there because of games, right. but, but trying to limit that and keep it focused. And, and I think another thing in our home, so, so one is I would say is just watch your activities, okay. yeah. how much you're involved in and keeping that as simple as you can. And it's okay to say no to your kids mm-hmm. on lots of different events and different activities. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second part of it, I think is, is what you allow into your home. Um, this has been a wrestling over, you know, the video game thing, the movie thing. And I'll tell you at times I've slacked and regretted that. And, and, and I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not perfect, but trying to pay attention to that and fighting that and go, what movies are we watching? What, Mm -hmm. what, you know? TV shows or whatever are being allowed into our home and paying attention to that and keeping it focused. I'm trying to do that. And then one final thing I'd just say to add to that is just when it comes to narrow path things in our home is, is the spiritual focus in our home. You know, for me as a dad and husband, I take very seriously the responsibility of leading that in our home and um, leading our kids and leading those discussions and conversations and Amber is an amazing discipler of our kids when they were young. She's she's just incredible at it, but together we've really tried to keep our family on a narrow path. Um, We understand we're in the world, but not of it. And how do we stand firm on some of those things? So that's, it's, it's been um, a lot of hard work and that's the path is hard. Um, You know, those things you're doing in all these different circles you operate in, it's hard at times, you know, and I think we live in a, in a time in a culture where people don't want hard they want lots of options to make things easy. And if things are easy, then God must be blessing me. Oh my goodness. 
right? <laughs> yes, it's I hear not, that a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's just not true. Yeah. I mean, God can certainly make a way for us, but yeah. I'm telling you, look at the life of Christ. Every step he went was hard. Yeah. The disciples, every step they took was hard. Right. If we're going to follow Jesus, it's going to be hard, but the, but the promise is life. Amen. Yeah. So any other final thoughts, Lori, I just, you know, before we sign off today that you'd have that you've thought about or things that you would give to our listeners? You know, I think one of the reasons it's so hard for people, period, um, but especially Christians, is comparison. Mm. And in that, there's also pride, but we don't have time for that. But um, with social media, especially just it's everywhere, you know, yeah. whether it's TikTok, Instagram, like there's stuff now that I didn't even know there was out. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I've definitely aged out of like social media land is what I'm feeling. But yeah. it's so easy to get into this game of comparison and um, feeling like you're all alone or like you do stick out like a sore thumb and all of these things. But we have the gift of a loving father yeah. and who is right there with us. That's right. Yes. And we have got to also be in community with other believers and know that's not all that we should do because we want to reach those who are lost, but we've got to do both. You right. know, we've got to do both. And so it's in those moments that um, when I am feeling that comparisons start to creep in, I'll have to pull back from social media. I'll have to, you know, get on my knees, mm -hmm. read the word, go back to truth. Yeah. Because it's so easy to get caught up in what everybody else is doing. And even sometimes those things are actually good, but it's not what God has called me to do sure. at that yep. time. Yep. So that's great. Just being aware of of those moments and being honest with yourself is what I would um encourage our listeners to do because we've got to take a back seat sometimes and just remember that the main thing is the main thing that's and right. he is the way. That's right. Well, I, that's great. It's, I, I love this discussion today. And my hope for everyone is, you know, those of you that are listening and following Christ that we're doing this together, it is a narrow path. We need each other, like Lori said, and, and to continue to walk on this and, and to know that even though at times it's, it's hard and can be difficult, the end is life. There's life in that. There's yeah. life in healthy relationships. There's life in keeping margins so you have time with your family. There's life um, in those places. And so, well, I hope today was uh, an encouragement to all of you. And uh, we look forward to the next time. God bless you. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Get Real Podcast today. My hope each and every week is that you're able to take the content, apply it to your life, that it becomes more of who you are and less of what you do, and that we live an intentional life together. If you're interested in supporting the work of ministry here at Real Life Texas, we'd like to invite you to do that by going to reallifetexas.org slash give and supporting us today.